welcome to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. Unfiltered, where no topic is off limits. Hey, welcome SDU family. I'm Diana. SD, yeah, SDU. I was going to say, SDU unfiltered. Unfiltered, unfiltered. I'm Kendall. And I'm Ash. Who should just be quiet sometimes. True form, true form. <laughs> so sorry. Y'all, we are on part three of this. So if you have not listened to part one and part two, go back and listen to that first. But we got into this deep discussion after much time apart. Um that we were talking about salvation and uh, part two, I was sharing some of my myths uh, of when I went away from the Lord and came back. And, you know, here's the thing. I just want to add a tag on to the end of that because God met me in a very dark place, but brought me back, restored me. It wasn't instant, but he has been in the process of that. And I think that that's what's so amazing is that as we have gone, we have joined together. We've got back into ministry. Now understand that from the time that I, uh, I don't want to use, I guess I should use the term like fell from grace. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's like a Tammy Faye Baker thing. But I mean, like, you were um, close. I was, I really was because um, that was could've. in, that would have been uh, in 2014. So I, from 2014 till now, which is nine years, dang, that nine so years, cool. I've been in this process. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. You don't just go from before this happened, I saw miraculous things happen. Mm-hmm. Cancer come out, of, you know, fall off of people. I saw people that, you know, couldn't walk, walk again, even though I was still in a wheelchair. It was amazing. Um, and, you know, people be delivered of, of just, you know, this one guy had 27 demons that he got delivered from. And I know we not supposed to say D word, but we're, but we're talking about it. Anyway, um, before I fell, I had experienced all that beforehand. Mm. And so what God was so faithful in, after I go through this long period of time, and just recently, especially in the last year or, or two years, God has been faithful, especially just in the last, uh, how long have we been the three of us been together since February. Just since mm-hmm. this year, right? Yeah, just March. Um, has God been faithful to when we go before people that work in the prophetic, and they say God's going to restore you to this, mm-hmm. you know, for healing and for this? Even on Saturday, mm-hmm. the lady was, you yeah. know, double this, double this, <laughs> double this. I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but my point is, is because I'm like. I don't do, I don't stay away from the drinking and the drugs and do all that because I'm going to be holy. I don't do that. I do that because scripture requires us to consecrate ourselves. Right. Now, if you don't want a personal relationship with Jesus, then that's your choice, right? But if you want to walk in ministry for Jesus, he requires more. Mm-hmm. He requires us. To set aside all those things of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't want to do that, you still want to be and do all those things you did before, that's between you and him. But I'm going to tell you the way I look at it, and, and I'm going to be an honest story right here. On the way over here this morning, I passed a truck, and I know that in that truck was a person who I had sinned with when I was sinning. 
And I felt myself say, you need to go over and see if that's him because he works for a big company. And I saw the name of the company on this, okay, big truck. And so I was like, and I felt in my flesh, you need to go over and see if that's him. But the spirit man rose up in me and said, but do you want to lose the anointing again? Ooh. Y'all feel that? Yeah. <laughs> Is it worth losing the anointing? And I said, no, sir. <laughs> Did not even look the way. Mm-mm. And so that's where we're at. But it's taking you time, too, to understand that you knew this is what my flesh said. Yep. And this is what the spirit said. Yes. Because understand, even though, oh, I'm over here in ministry. Oh, I'm consecrated. Oh, I'm doing this, this, and I'm not going to watch this, and I'm not going to listen to this, and da, da, da. All of a sudden, erp, it didn't keep the temptation from coming. Mm-hmm. He's on trial. <laughs> Especially that kind of temptation. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> This girl. <laughs> well, it's all you know, but no, I told the devil, I'm not giving up the anointing for nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can keep that, and I meant it, and I meant it. It was hard, but I turned that car, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's where we have to be. What is it that we want? What type of relationship do we want with Jesus? Do we just want to be saved? And the saved is so you don't go to hell. Or are you truly wanting a relationship with him and a personal? That's the thing that Jesus desires is the personalness, personalness of, the, of us to going yeah. to him and saying, I don't I desire you more than I desire anything else. Right. Well, and, and I, I think back to, shout out to Pastor Toby, I think back to what he always taught us, the Greek of, of the word saved. Yeah, it's not yeah. just a heavenly, like I get to go to Jesus one day, like be with him in his kingdom and when I get a house and all these things. get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. No. He said, Greek word for saved is sozo. Sozo. It's, and what does that mean? It means saved, healed, delivered. Is that just when we get to heaven? Nope. Nope. It, it's for right now. Otherwise, why couldn't we just wait and call on Jesus when we know we're about to take our last breath? Say that. What, what, what would what would the point of wooing you in at nine years old be if it's just now you got to live the rest of your life and see you barely getting through there? <laughs> see you when I see you. Dragging my leg. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not the point. The point is to be saved, healed, delivered, set free. And it's funny, we were um, discussing before we started recording today, and Ashton had had read a scripture two days ago, mm-hmm. and the Lord showed it to me today, this morning. So I want I want us to dive into that scripture, because like yep. I said, we, we, we don't just want to tell our stories and give you our opinions. We, we truly want to give you what the Word says, so... So I'm going to go ahead and start at Titus 3, 1 through 7. And it says, Remind people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready and willing to do good, to slander or abuse no one, to be kind, conciliatory, and gentle, showing unqualified consideration. 
and courtesy mm. toward everyone. For we too, and I have that underlined like four times, <laughs> once were foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved to various sinful desires and pleasures, spending and wasting our life in malice and envy, hateful, hating one another. But when the goodness and kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared in human form as the man Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. This is where it gets real good. And it's <laughs> highlighted, uh, underlined, and like has little brackets around it. <laughs> he saved us not because of any works of righteousness that we have done, but because of his own compassion and mercy by the cleansing of the new birth, spiritual transformation, regeneration, and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out richly upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that we would be justified, made free of the guilt of sin by his compassionate, undeserved grace, and that we would be acknowledged as acceptable to him and made heirs of eternal life, actually it's experiencing it according to our hope, his yeah. guarantee. Yeah. And, and we almost just read like verse 5 through 7. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that would have... <clears throat> kind of put that like pat on our back that like it's not by our works you know it's just by grace so we get to go to heaven and we get to just keep moving on but what does he say before that he it's it before that is remind the people yeah like we're not to do these things but we once were foolish mm-hmm. and and i want to ask the question to to us even in this room to those listening like in the in the list in verse three of for we too once were foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved to various sinful desires, pleasures, sp- spending and wasting our lives in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Can we just stop there and go, w- let's let's check off the boxes that apply to us because yeah. then that means we're still Everyone. in a foolish state. Yeah. That means we still haven't arrived. That means we're not we're not in this place that then in verse five, this is this is why he did this, so that we wouldn't be living in a foolish state. Yeah. And so if we're still in a foolish state, then there's still work to be done. There's still the process to be had. There's still the restoration to to keep going. Yeah. So my people perish <laughs> from a lack of knowledge. Yeah. And that's the whole purpose of this program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if we never get into the word, do we understand what the word says? No. The word is Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is the word. And the, the, the two are together. The two cannot be separated. Mm-hmm. And I think that we do separate them. Absolutely. We oftentimes, and I, and I read this somewhere this past week, and a, a person was observing that. We have gotten so comfortable with our technology that we no longer carry mm-hmm. our word with us. Mm-hmm. And so we just read. Somebody feeds it to us, and we read it. But it, it doesn't become applied to us because once the service is over, we turn it off. Mm-hmm. To where when we have a physical, tangible word to hold and see and highlight and underline and bracket it. Mm-hmm. And circle and start. It, exactly. It becomes. <laughs> Side notes. We, get so, we can apply it to ourselves because we read it, we see it, we, we mark it. And it marks us. Yeah. I think that's the difference. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. If you've been blessed by SDU and you feel led to give to this ministry, here are some ways you can do that. You can text GIVE to 833-576-1168. 
You can also go to our website at m3mi.org to the tab, sow a seed. You can also send a check or money order by mail to P.O. Box 1318 Forney, Texas 75126. And all gifts are tax deductible. Thank you for your seed. Hey, thank you for your seed. Yeah, y'all know we're paying rent now. So send it over. And preparing for the future. <clears throat> because this is not the end place. No, you know the Lord has been very um, adamant to us that that one, that there'd be multiple locations. Right. Now we've seen, we've heard that twice. Um, but we know that in the original vision, God has given us that there's land in a building and multiple buildings and housing and the whole bit. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we trust him for that. So whatever the Lord lays upon your heart, send it on over. We're using it for his good and for his glory. And we pray that whatever you sow is multiplied back to you. Exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think. Mm-hmm. Amen. Excuse the babies. <laughs> or baby. It's just one. <laughs> just one. I she just sounds like multiple some days. <laughs> She's um, a good baby. I wanna I wanna jump back in and Ashton, I know you're gonna have some input on this one. Um in verse five. Cause I, I again I think we, we tend to, to ride on the like it's not by our works thing a lot, and so then we fall into just using grace as a crutch, right? And so we say like, yeah, I did this today, but you know what? It's okay. It's not by my works anyways that I get, you're right. It's not by your works, but it's also not to be used like as a crutch to keep, continue to live in the habitual sin or or the patterns of your life. Um, verse five, I want us to, to really look there again in Titus three, he saved us not because of any works of righteousness that we have done, but because of his own compassion and mercy, and listen, like really listen, <laughs> by cleansing, by the cleansing of the new birth, mm-hmm. spiritual transformation, regeneration, and the renewing by the Holy Spirit. So there's, there's multiple steps there, though. Right. Let's pause right there. Yeah. Because what were you talking about earlier is not only is there that, that repentance First, the profession of faith in Jesus, receiving what Jesus did, applying the blood to your sins in order that you they be covered, they be blotted out, they be gone. Um, and then you walk in that. You begin to walk as Christ. And, mm-hmm. and John puts it in John 1, 12. He says, those who have received him then have the ability to become him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm become you know we're in a process so i always tell people when they feel like oh i messed up again i you know i said something bad or da 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 you're becoming and the thing is if you realize and you're convicted by something that you've done wrong you're that's a good thing right because you're becoming as christ right so but the process is not only do we get saved quote unquote but then what the baptism but Here's here's ah. here's my take. Okay, just just hear me out. When we think about Jesus being baptized in the Jordan by who? Mm. John. Mm-hmm. He had to humble himself to say, "You're to baptize me." And John's like, "What? Mm. <laughs> no, I ain't. <laughs> like, I'm not worthy." Um, what 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 do we see in the word? He's baptized in water, which I'm going to say now. If Jesus did it, you do it, right? Like, right. if we're to look like, to be like, to to what? be one with, then you are to be baptized. It shouldn't, it should not be an option in my opinion. Ooh. Okay. Um, 
But then also in that very same moment, right? He he goes in, comes up, what descends? A dove. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit comes instantly in yeah. that moment. It, it's not a Jesus goes, he, he, he runs off into the wilderness and then 40 days later comes back and he's like, okay, now I need the Holy Spirit. No, he needed the Holy Spirit before he entered. Like, cause it didn't, didn't, wasn't he wooed into the wilderness after yep. that point? So led. he, he was led into the wilderness after that. So he had to have Holy Spirit then it, it wasn't a Holy Spirit is a necessity. He is a third of God, the father, God, the son. Like if we, if we eliminate him from our lives, we eliminate a third of who God is. Mm. And it, it's a necessity in this life, right? Jesus went away and we were then given the Holy Spirit because he couldn't be everywhere at once. So the renewing of the of, of, of being baptized and the renewing of the Holy Spirit, that should be in a moment. Like at salvation, all those things should be occurring. Why? So that immediately we can walk in a new way. We can walk in the new man. We can have the convictions and the leadings and the guidings and, and not 20 years down the road when we decide, oh, now I want to be baptized or now I want to, to receive Holy Spirit. It should be in that moment. Yeah, because see... Um, I was telling y'all, I just went and saw that movie yesterday, uh, The Blind, uh, about Phil Robertson. And um, in the movie, he's a horrible person. Um, I mean, we see him as an old dude that just loves Jesus now, right? Him and Miss Kay. But he was just a horrible person because of his background, his family line, generational curses. We could get into all that. But anyway, when he finally gets to the very end of his rope and he knows... I have, I'm going to lose every single thing that I have if I don't change my ways. If I don't fix whatever the issue is, because Ms. Kay's telling you, you need help. You need to get some help. And so finally he says, okay, send the pastor over. And so the pastor comes over and they begin to talk. Anyway, he realizes what he needs is Jesus. And he makes his profession of faith. But then he immediately goes with him down into the water, the nasty swamp water. Mm-hmm. And and in there, he says, the pastor tells him, now when you go down in this dirty water, all of who your old man was gets left here. Mm-hmm. And your new man comes back up. Now, it doesn't mean you're not ever going to make a mistake. It just means now you're going to become as Christ. Because and it doesn't that's, negate the process. That's the rebirth of yeah. it. And I think we miss that part. We miss that it's not just a public profession of faith that we're doing because it doesn't matter if anybody's there. It matters that I know that I'm dirty. I know that I have sin on me. I know I have sinned against God. And I make my public profession of faith because before anybody goes down the water, we make a confession of faith. Mm -hmm. We profess that Jesus is Lord. He is going to be Lord of my life. Therefore, I'm going to lay aside all of my flesh in this water, all of my old tendencies, all of the things I used to desire and want to do. I'm going to physically leave them here and make a choice Mm -hmm. that when I get back up, I'm clothed in his righteousness, and I have the ability to become like Christ. If we don't do that part and allow Holy Spirit to be the teacher of that, how are we truly say that we're walking in salvation? What was it like for you, Ashton? 
Um, the best way I can explain it is sometimes, like, I have to just ask the Lord, like, can you show me, like, how I can bring to words? Because sometimes I feel like my experiences with him are hard to explain just in, um, with y'all, yes, you may understand, but, like, sometimes when, when y'all explain experiences, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but mm-hmm. hopefully the Lord mm-hmm. allows me. And so I was just thinking, like, watching someone be baptized and you, and you wash away that old when you come up it's almost like a little kid right mm-hmm. and you come yes. up and you're clean and and keep in mind the father always looks at you as his child the yes. same way we look at our children he says come children. to me like that yeah mm-hmm. and so i think about when kids are like learning to crawl right and they fall mm. and they get hurt sometimes yeah but what happens they don't stop crawling yeah. yeah they don't stop wanting to walk they don't stop wanting to communicate they don't stop wanting to run they and then eventually you have this you know five-year-old that will not stop running because yeah. he just has to run he has to go because he learned it but yeah. it, it came from a process and so to me that that's the best way i can explain my moment from being baptized up to now is there's been a lot of falling. There's been a mm. lot of, of, uh, I, you know, I bought my knee, I bought my head, you know, <laughs> and a little woozy for a little while, but, <laughs> but, but now I, I can walk mm. and I can walk in that salvation because I have a relationship yes. and, and it, he didn't expect me to be baptized and come up like you're healed, you're delivered. Like he didn't expect that from me. Can he do that? For sure. And I, I believe that there's people that, that can truly experience that when their heart is there. My heart was not there. And so I let, just think, Let me interject real quick. When you say you're rebirth, mm-hmm. it's like a new seed inside of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got to be watered. It has to be watered in That's the good. Holy Spirit. That's mm-hmm. good. And it grows. Yeah. So you came up exactly as you were supposed to. Mm-hmm. You're just going through the process of your seed growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Talking about some growing pains. <laughs> yeah, but that's all of our process. Yeah. That's been all of our process. You know, only Jesus, <laughs> you know, got the clouds <laughs> opened up. That's my beloved son. Right. You know, we. But he, he had to walk. He, listen, in order for his, his, what he did on this earth and dying on the cross and all of those things that he did for us to not just get to heaven, but to experience him here, he had to endure the things we, we endure. Otherwise, it, flesh. It, 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 there, there's no point. Like, I think, I think there's this misconception sometimes that Jesus just walked through it because he was the son of God in this just great and mighty way. No, he didn't. He wept. He, he, he wept. He, he felt the, like he, he was a part of the temptations. Did he fall into them? No, because he overcame them. But the point is he had to endure everything we endure, but he overcame. And that's the hope of the story is that he overcame. He, 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 he died and he rose again on the third day and he, he took back the keys of hell, death and the grave. Like he, that's the whole point is no, it wasn't just, peaches and cream for him like he still had to endure mm-hmm. and i don't I he was, endured so he he endured more than we could ever yeah fathom you know? yeah I, I was just flipping through i was trying to find another verse but i just flipped through and and this just jumped out at me but in matthew 7 verse 13 it's actually right before what yeah. we talked about in episode one of this but it's the narrow gate in the wide gate yes in verse 13 it says enter through the narrow gate for the wide gate and for the wide is the gate and broad and easy to travel is the path that leads the way to destruction, right? The things that we don't want to endure. We don't want to go through the growing pains. We don't want to 
to go through the pruning and the, and the consecration and, and those things because it hurts. It, it brings up the old pains or it, it opens the wound wide that's already yeah. been cut and it's actually bleeding in this moment. You know, like it, it doesn't feel good, but the, but the wide gate leads to destruction. Like if you're not there yet, you will be. If you're in, yeah. if you're walking in the easy way and eternal loss, there are many who will enter through it. There are many who will enter through it. But uh, verse 14 says, but the small is the gate and narrow and difficult to travel is the path that leads to the way everlasting life. And there are few who find it. Mm-hmm. And that brings, I think, into perspective to make us all do a self-examination to say, which gate am I walking in? Mm-hmm. Am I walking through the wide gate because it's easy and <clears throat> there's not a lot of loss in it and, and I don't have to endure too much and I can <clears throat> I can still do the things that I did before and, you know, like just live life as usual or am I walking in this way that challenges me every day that I, I feel persecution. I, I, I'm, I have loss of earthly things, but I'm gaining the things of heaven. Like I want, I want us all to truly evaluate our lives and, and not to say that you won't get to heaven, but is heaven enough? Like is getting there Come one on. day enough Come on. or is experiencing him here? The, the whole point of salvation is that you'd be saved, healed, delivered, set free from here. Is that the gate that you're walking in to be able to experience it? Or are you just ready to get to heaven? And another way you can kind of evaluate, like, is my mindset on heaven or is my mindset to see heaven here? Is, are you one of those that say it, that says, man, this world's just crazy and I can't wait to get to heaven. Mm. Because I've heard that a lot. A lot, especially lately. And, and yeah, we all want to experience the glory of heaven, but there's a glory here that we're supposed to carry. Hey. So we love you guys. Thank y'all for listening. I don't know if we're going to do a part five on this one. Whatever's next, I think. Whatever's next we'll do what the Lord says. I think that that's, uh, I think we got to go forward on this, right? Mm -hmm. Did we do our commercial? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We did? (laughs) I don't even remember. God has been so good and just here. I mean, you can just feel him moving. But um, we're so glad you joined us again on this episode. So, um, Go show some love. Show some compassion. Give mercy. And And go go be be Jesus Jesus today. today. Hey, SDU family. Thank you for joining us today. We do value your feedback. So if you have any questions or suggestions of topics, please feel free to reach out to our email at info at m3mi.org or reach out to us via text or call to our SDU hotline. The number is 214-600-7771.